welcome to the Virtually Done podcast. My name is Gemma and I'm the founder of Virtually Done. The Virtually Done podcast is created as a space to start important conversations that are often overlooked and speak to women in business with amazing stories and even better advice. It makes me so happy that you're here listening and I would absolutely love for you to tag me on social media at Virtually Done and let me know what you think. My hope is that you're able to take something away from every single episode that you can action into your business and that you're able to gain an insight into the behind the scenes of what running a business is really like. So let's dive in. If you have been wondering what the latest is on the VA agency that I was running, if you've been thinking, God, Gemma hasn't mentioned that for a while, I wonder if it still exists. This podcast is basically an answer to that question. It's an update on the VA business and what I'm doing at the moment. And I also talk about something that I've never talked about before. Um, it's an experience I had with some well-known people in the industry and it really, really affected me. I haven't ever talked about it, but I think it's a really important part of my journey. Um, so yeah, this is a very honest, a very raw conversation, um, but it's a long time overdue. So I hope that you enjoy it. I idea how to start this podcast, so I'm just going to start. Um, this is a conversation that I've wanted to have for a while, and I'm absolutely terrified of having it. <laughs> um, and I feel like it's needed. I feel like I need to do this podcast. I need to talk about it. I need to get it out there because it's something that I have a lot of fear around, and. I tell my clients to, you know, be scared, feel that fear, and then go and do the thing. So I would be a real hypocrite if I didn't do that myself. So I'm sat here today. I'm in the living room because I felt like I needed a comfy space because we're probably going to be here a while. You might want to listen to this on like three times speed because I feel like it's going to be a long one. Um, but I think it's going to be really important to listen to. So I'm being dead mysterious. What I want to talk about is the VA business. So this week I've had three separate people ask me whether my VA business still exists. And I saw that as a sign that it's probably time to talk about this. So that's what this episode is going to be about. I'm going to talk about where the VA business is at the moment, what has been going on with it this year. Um, and I'm also going to talk about something that happened at the start of my VA business that really messed up my head to be honest that I've never spoken about so okay enough of the rambling let's just dive in so in short the VA business doesn't technically exist <laughs> um and I'm gonna go back to like the start so I started a VA business in 2019 and I will be honest I did this with absolutely no plan so if you've been following me for a while you'll know that I was made redundant I was really stuck. I was struggling with anxiety and I was fed up of work not understanding that. I also was fed up of being underestimated. I felt like I was capable of more. And when I was made redundant, I thought, you know what, this is the best time to start a business because what have I got to lose right now? So I made um, my VA business basically because I had freelanced before. I had been freelancing on and off doing all sorts of different things since the age of 16. And I used the freelancer websites to look for work work that was often on there was assistant work and so I ended up doing those tasks because I'm a bit of an organization freak I love to be um, on top of things like if you give me a messy business I love to tidy it up so it just felt very natural for me to go and do those types of tasks um, 
And at the time, I didn't even know this was VA work. I didn't even know that VAs existed. But I started doing this freelance work that was basically admin from home. At the same time, I was doing a lot of Google searches on things like how to make money from home. Um, and VA work was coming up a lot. And the more I read into it, the more I realized this is kind of what I'm already doing on the freelance websites, but just for more money. So I decided I was going to be a VA. Um, and that was in February or March 2019. Now, I was really determined, but well, I still am I'm a very determined person. Like if I want to do something, I just will not stop until I get there. Um, and this can be a really good and a really bad thing. But in this situation, it worked really well for me because it meant I worked I hustled hard, like I worked so many hours and I worked so hard because I de I was coming from a place of desperation, basically, like this wasn't a situation where I sat down and I thought, oh, I'm going to be a business person and I'm going to map it all out and I'm going to do everything with intention. It was like, oh my God, how do I make money quick because I've got none. Um, and so the VA business was born. At this point, I didn't have Instagram. I didn't even know that VAs used Instagram. I had no idea that there were online communities for women in business or for entrepreneurs or anything like that. I was doing it completely alone. And that meant that I made a lot of mistakes and I had no idea what I was doing a majority of the time, um, which I think did me good to be honest, because I got used to failing and moving on, um, which I think is a really important trait that you need to have in business. And so that's what I did for the first few months. After a while, this was going really well. I was getting a lot of clients. I was pretty good at the VA work because like I say, I love to be organized. It just came very naturally to me. Um, and I also found that I really loved business, which I kind of knew already because from a young age, my parents had a business when I was super young and I had seen them have flexibility, which I loved. Like I said, I also had been freelancing since 16. So I was very familiar with the idea of working from home. Um, I also attempted to start my own business at 16, which was, I mean, I was 16, so it wasn't it wasn't a great business, um, but it showed me what was possible. And I used to love kind of like marketing it and talking to customers and all that kind of stuff. And then from the ages of 16 until my early 20s, when I started the virtual assistant business, I had many business ideas and I used to read a lot of books on self-development and business because it was something I was really interested in. But I didn't ever have... I guess the courage to to really try something until the point where I was made redundant and I had nothing to lose. So I've been doing this for a few months and things were going well. I was really good at business in general. I was really good at getting clients. I found that like marketing came really naturally to me. I started the social media account probably in like the August or September and that took off really quickly. Um, and it just, it all just felt very natural. It was hard work. Don't get me wrong. I put a lot of hours and a lot of effort in and I made a lot of mistakes, spent a lot of time learning. Um, but I just loved it. Like it just made me really happy. Then when I started the Instagram account, this again was a decision I made without intention. Really. I didn't intend for it to be virtually done a place where people learned from me. It was more for me to like, just document my experience of running a business. So when I suddenly got a bunch of followers, people were loving my content, people wanted to learn from me, people asked me questions, that took me by surprise. I was like, what? This wasn't the, it wasn't the plan, right? And then by January 2020, I launched my first course on how to start a VA business. 
and it was basically everything I had learned up to that point. And that went really well. And that's when kind of virtually done was born, more courses, programs, etc. came from there. So now what was happening was I had this VA business that was going really well. It was thriving and we had team members and my clients just knew me as Gemma, the virtual assistant. But then I also had virtually done the Instagram account where people wanted to learn how to be a VA. They wanted to see behind the scenes of a business. They were curious about learning from me. And I had these almost two businesses by accident. And I had been using the virtually done Instagram for everything. So it meant that it was quite challenging for me to write content and connect with people because I had two different audiences. So what I chose to do, and I can't remember for the life of me when this was, but I'm sure some of you will remember this because it was like a big deal. I decided to relaunch the virtual assistant business. So I had virtually done, and that was mentoring and coaching. And then I launched collectively done which was the VA business. Uh, and it was a, a VA agency at that point. And so I had two separate businesses, two separate websites, two separate Instagrams. And I thought that this would give me more clarity because I had started to feel a little bit like, what is it that I'm doing? What is it that I'm wanting to do in the future? Because I was good at the VA work, but I really, really loved the mentoring. Like it really lit me up and what I had done actually before I had a business. So if we go back to like the ages of 18, 19, 20, what I was doing was mentoring. So it almost felt like I'd come back and I'd sort of done full circle. And now I was like really thriving again. So in the VA business, it's like the business was thriving. But in the mentoring business, it's like I was thriving. And I thought that separating the two businesses would give me more clarity and make everything clearer for me I guess and this went really well better than expected so the collectively done Instagram got a bunch of followers really really quickly I knew what kind of content worked at this point because I'd worked with a bunch of different VAs I knew what my clients had wanted to see when they signed with me I'd built up the virtually done Instagram so my content did really well over on collectively done and over the first weekend of having that Instagram account I signed three brand new clients through the Instagram, people that weren't in my network before. And I was like, holy shit, (laughs) I've gone from being fully booked to like overbooked. Um, So it was working, which was great, but it meant that I had to almost like close the doors as soon as I'd launched. So I did this big launch and was like, we're opening the doors again. And then I closed them almost straight away because we were full again. Um, And that should make me feel really good But to be honest, it was just bringing a lot of anxiety and I didn't really know why. Um, And to be honest, I still don't. I I don't know what it was about the growth of that business that made me so. I don't know, I, I guess it just wasn't aligned at this point. It just it wasn't as aligned as I wanted it to be. So the growth of it, I was able to look at it and be like, okay, great. This is growing like this means I'm doing things right. It means you know, my plan worked, etc. But in terms of feeling fulfilled and feeling excited, that was kind of missing at this point. And I do want to say I had some incredible clients. I met so many amazing people. I got to work on so many incredible businesses. I made like amazing friends and I'm just so, so grateful for the experiences I had with my clients. But I think what I really realized at this point was just because you're good at something, doesn't mean you have to do it as a job. So I was really good at 
getting businesses organized, staying on top of things, working alongside the CEO and figuring shit out. That doesn't mean I, I was meant to do that for work. And I started thinking, what if I just did all of this, but for me, imagine the business growth I could have. And so I closed the doors again on the agency. And then I was like, right, what do I do now? Um, and now I've worked with a lot of clients in this position. And what I would tell them to do in this situation is to have a wait list and get really clear on your plan. So for example, how many clients do you need before you hire a new team member? Do you have a really streamlined process for hiring that team member? How long is it going to take? What does that mean for when you need to hire? All of those things that I've been through so many times with my one-to-one -one clients. And I knew how to do that, but it's just that I didn't want to. And at this time I was working with a coach as well. And I felt like it was obvious to everybody else that the VA business was no longer exciting me, but I was in denial. <laughs> like I really was. And I was like, nope, I refuse to let it go. And honestly, my reasons for this were all based out of fear. So I had this fear of what happens if I let go of the business, like what happens to the income. Um, so in 2020, we made six figures and a majority of that was from the VA business. So I was like, am I going back to square one if I start again? Am I going to lose all the money? And at this point, my boyfriend was working alongside me. He'd quit his job. So there was a lot more pressure. We'd also moved house. And so our expenses were higher. So it just felt like a, a bigger deal. It was a lot of pressure on me. And I also was like, what would that do for, I guess, my reputation? And that sounds so silly saying it out loud, but... I was like, what are people going to think? Are people going to think that I've failed? Are people going to think that I'm no good at what I do? Like, how can you be a business mentor and help other VAs if you're going to let your VA business go? And obviously, that's a load of crap, right? Because I can have a ton of knowledge on business, on growing a service-based business, on getting clients, on growing social media accounts. I have a bunch of knowledge on you know, the mindset work, I've got my psychology qualifications, like I know so much. And whether I run that VA business or not doesn't take that away. But I had this fear that other people might perceive me differently. And a really big thing that I've never actually talked about was something that somebody else said to me. So when I started my VA business, I didn't know anyone, I didn't know anyone in business, I was very alone, and I didn't have a community of other people. So what I wanted to do was build connections. And I reached out to someone who I'm not going to name, but you would know if you're in the VA world. I reached out to someone who's fairly well known and thought this would be a really good friend to have. I'm sure they're going to be really welcoming. <laughs> you can see where this is going. Um, and I thought, you know, it's just a good thing for me to make connections, make some friends. I just... I don't know, like I'm all for supporting other women. And I think sometimes you guys know that I hate it when people tell me I'm too nice or too friendly because I just think that's a load of crap. Um, but I will admit that on occasion, the fact that I am wanting to be nice to everyone and be friends with everyone does mean that I'm a little bit naive. And this was one of those situations. So we organized a phone call and, and I went onto this phone call thinking, amazing. I'm going to make a new friend today. This is going to be great. We're going to have a good chat. Um, and the phone call was the worst phone call I've ever had in my whole business. This person was not friendly. <laughs> this person was not there to make friends. Um, and I thought that this person wouldn't know who I was. 
I was still, this was in my first year of business. And although I obviously had some followers on Instagram, there had been an article in the Daily Mail as well, which got me some press. But I, I didn't have anywhere near the amount of followers I have now. Um, and I just, I thought nobody knew who I was. But this person did know who I was and had clearly done her research because she spent the whole phone call telling me everything that I was doing wrong. She had like a list. She had come prepared and she told me all the things I was doing wrong, all of the things that she didn't like about my business. She, um, at this point I had spoken about money and how much I was earning um, on Instagram. And I get that not everyone likes that. That's fine. It, like, I literally have no problem whether you do like talking about money or you don't. That's just personal preference and that's okay. Um, but the reason I had talked about it at this point was because I wanted to show people that a VA business could could grow, like it could make you really good money and it could provide for your family and give you the life that you desired. It didn't just have to be a small, um, you know, side hustle that earned you a few pounds here and there if you didn't want it to. And I wanted to show people that. Um, and on this phone call, she said, you can't do that. You can't talk about money. It's not allowed. <laughs> and um, she basically just spent the whole call telling me how awful my business was, everything I was doing wrong. She basically said, here's how we do things and you don't do things like that and we don't like it. She made it clear that there was a group of very well-known VAs who had been in the industry a long time that didn't approve of me and what I was doing. And it was very, very much like, you can't sit with us vibes. And this shocked me more than I can tell you. And it still shocks me now. And I don't know if you can tell, but I feel nervous even talking about this. Um, because these were big names in the industry who I had looked up to and I uh, and I had like admired and was looking forward to speaking to and thought they were going to be really supportive, you know, women supporting women and all that. And it ended up being a horrendous conversation. And you've got to remember, like, this was my first year in business. I'm a real introvert. I'm super, super quiet, really quite shy. It's a big deal for me to even get on a phone call with a random person and introduce myself like that is a lot for me. Um, and I was also young, like at this point I was in my early twenties and this person just, this person was a, a middle-aged woman, you know, this was not high school shit. And she was basically saying, me and my friends have been in this industry longer than you. We know better. Stop doing it because you're not doing it right. And she just, like I say, listed off everything I'd done wrong. And I can't even, it makes me mad even now talking about it. You can probably tell. I, I didn't even know what to do, what to say, how to act. I was just so surprised by this and maybe I shouldn't have been, you know, maybe I was too naive. Maybe I should have been more aware that this could happen. Um, but it really shocked me and I got off this phone call and I cried my eyes out. I was so upset and I didn't know what to do. And for a long time, I didn't show up and I don't think anyone really noticed this, but I didn't show my face on Instagram for a few weeks. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what my next move was. I was suddenly in a real panic because I I knew that I didn't know everything. I, di I hadn't been in the industry for as long as other people. And also, even if you have been in the industry a long time, things are always changing. Like you will never know everything because things change a lot in business. And I suddenly was very aware that people were watching. Until this point, I was like, I'm just a, a business owner. I'm doing my own thing. No one really cares what I'm doing. You know, I'm going to make mistakes and that's okay. It's part of the process. And now I was suddenly very, very aware that there were people wanting me to fail. And that made me feel awful.
because it was like there were people watching my every move waiting for me to mess up and it made me really really paranoid and I actually straight after this phone call um spoke to a lawyer who specialised in like small businesses and got her to have a look over my whole website, look at all my contracts, all my documents and just check that I wasn't accidentally doing anything illegal because I was so paranoid that these people were like out to get me. It was a horrible feeling. And I, I genuinely thought about giving up. Like I thought about closing the whole business down. I was like, this is not what I wanted. I don't want people kind of watching me and you know it's just a horrible situation and it really really knocked me and it took me a good few weeks to kind of get back on my feet again it really bothered me and I was very kind of paranoid I was like I don't know who's watching um and I didn't mention this at the time the only thing I did do was that I made a post on my Instagram and I said everyone's welcome here I was so angry that someone would make me feel like that and I was so worried that other people would be made to feel like that and they would give up on their businesses and their dreams because of somebody who didn't want them there. So I made a post on my Instagram and just said, like, FYI, everyone is welcome here. Please feel free to DM me. And I just wanted everyone to feel like they didn't have to feel the way I did. But other than that, I didn't mention it because I didn't want to cause any trouble. And to be quite honest, I was intimidated by these people and I didn't know what kind of lengths they would go to to ruin my business so that was that and I realize it feels like we've gone off on a tangent here but I promise this is relevant <laughs> um and so I also just to add a few weeks later I got um the only hate message I've ever got on Instagram that was a vile message and it was all incorrect it, it was like you do this and you do this and none of it was actually true so it was either someone who was making stuff up or it was somebody who had been gossiping and got some false information. So none of it was even true. But a lot of the things that were said in that message were identical to what this person had said to me on the phone. And I was like, I don't know if that's the same person or whether this person has been talking, but it just was like, it clearly wasn't a coincidence. So that happened. And one of the things that this person said to me on the call was, you'll start a VA business, you'll get bored, you'll want to do something different and you'll end up quitting and becoming a coach. That's what everybody does. So <laughs> you can see where this is going. When I got to the point in the VA business where I was like, this doesn't 100% make me happy anymore. Actually, what I really love doing is mentoring. All I could hear on repeat was that person's words. And that stopped me from doing what I wanted to do, which when I say it out loud now, I'm like, how crazy is that? That that one person and the fact that realistically, in hindsight, they probably just felt threatened because I was doing things differently and that made them feel threatened in some way. And that played on my mind for, for years. Like, yeah. So it got to the point where the VA business in 2020 was doing really well. It was fully booked and more. Um, we had a big team. We had a ton of clients. It was making a, a big amount of money. But I wasn't happy. I wasn't fully happy. And it's not that I hated the business. I really love VA work and I really loved the business side. But just something just felt out of alignment for me. And when I was then doing the mentoring and the courses, it was like I was a different person. I was so excited. I was so lit up. I felt like I was able to have even more of an impact um, because I just had so much to say about business and mindset and all of those things. And I just really felt that that's what I was destined to do. So I was kind of running these two businesses still for the whole of 2020. 
and from the outside and also from the inside it it was successful right like it hit six figures i won a business award both of the businesses both sides of the business were growing but the va side felt it just felt out of alignment it just felt like it wasn't what i was meant to be doing anymore and i did have options i could have bought on an obm i could have continued running that business but had somebody to run the day-to-day -day sort of side of it and i could have just done the business side but i just i don't want to ever do anything unless i can give it 100 percent. and over 2020 i started to realize that maybe the va business is not where i'm meant to be putting all of my energy so throughout 2020 i built up the mentoring side virtually done and towards the end of 2020 i stopped taking on new clients now that was partly because we were full anyway but partly because it just didn't feel aligned for me to continue growing it at that point um so going into the end of the year was really strange because i won a business award for best new business and that was for the va business but because of covid the award had been delayed like a year so i ended up winning an award for a business that i was kind of like winding down and i felt all sorts of like guilt and imposter syndrome about this um and it, it was something i felt like i couldn't really talk about because a lot of my clients were vas they kind of looked up to the the business that i had created they came to me for va advice because i had a va business and i just didn't know what the right decision was because i was just terrified and like i said it was all fear-based i was terrified of what would happen if i decided i didn't want to be a va anymore um so anyway going into this year 2021 we actually still had a bunch of clients um so we had maybe like six clients a couple of those were big clients so it was a bunch of hours um but what started to happen was clients started to finish up like obviously there is a natural turnover of clients people don't stay with you forever for so many different reasons and like i said i wasn't taking on any new clients so over the first half of the year um you know one of my clients wanted to switch to all new systems and i kind of felt like it was the right time to step away because they could have brought in someone new to learn all these new systems rather than it be me um i had another client who started pushing too many boundaries all of a sudden and spoke to me in a way that for me i just couldn't come back from so ended that client relationship i had another client who needed somebody full-time um and did actually offer me a full-time role but it wasn't something i wanted to do so finished up with her and so over the the course of this year my clients started to finish up and it was just a very natural kind of progression i guess and like i said during this time i wasn't accepting any new clients so the client workload was gradually going down over the months and i felt okay with that because it allowed me to focus more on growing virtually done and doing what i really wanted to do which was you know bring psychology in more talk more about strategy dive deeper into the business stuff work with one-to-one -one clients which i started doing the, uh, this year and it just it felt really good but i had so much like attachment still to this va business because i was like people still are expecting me to run it i, I don't know there was a lot of a lot of thoughts about what other people would think um which i realize is not how i should have been thinking <laughs> 
it's one of those things that is so much easier to say to your clients and to other people than it is to yourself. And I was very aware that I had all of these beliefs, that I had all of these um, kind of fears as well. And to be honest, I spent the whole year this year working through them. This year has been honestly quite difficult for me. And what I don't want this to come across like is I don't want it to sound like I'm saying the last few years has been a shit show and everything on social media has been fake because that's absolutely not the case. My life is incredible. Like I'm so grateful. Like we, we've moved to the beach. Like my boyfriend left his job. Like there's so many amazing things that have happened and 2020 was an amazing year and 2021 has been an amazing year too. So it's not that things have been like messy or uh, like stressful or anything behind the scenes, but it's just that I personally had a lot to work through just as like we always do, right? We're always working through stuff as humans. And for me, 2020 was so busy that I didn't have an awful lot of time to think about stuff. I was aware that the VA business was feeling less aligned and the mentoring was feeling more aligned. And I knew that that was happening, um, but it didn't feel like it needed immediate action. Going into this year, as our clients started to finish up and I wasn't taking on any new clients out of, you know, that was my decision. It, it made me address things a bit more head on. And I started to realize actually, I wasn't really sure what I wanted anymore. Things had massively changed since I started the business. My goals had changed. COVID changed a lot of things as well. Um, and I had like a real, I, I don't know what else to call it other than an identity crisis this year where I had a, a good chunk of time where I just felt really lost. Um, and that really wasn't to do with the business. The business was still running. It was still um, doing well. But personally, I just was working through a lot um, because a lot of stuff was coming up in my life. And that had an impact on the business because obviously the business is, you know, I run the business. So if things are going on in my life, then that is going to impact the business in some way. So I did take a huge chunk of time sort of away this year and I don't think anyone noticed and it's so funny because people say oh my god you're present every day and you're launching so many things and it might look like that from the outside but from the inside I feel like I spent a lot of time in my own head this year just trying to work things out um and so over the year clients started to leave natural progression didn't take on any new clients and so throughout most of the year I only had like two maybe three clients some of those I worked with at a really high level so that it was substantial hours um but it it went from being like a VA agency that was super busy to being just kind of like this small intimate sort of you know I would give support to people who I was really close to um and it kind of completely changed it, it just changed and it started to feel a lot better because I was working through all this stuff with my identity. I kind of came out the other side and I was really clear on what I wanted, what lit me up, what made me happy, all of that stuff that is really important to figure out. Um, and I knew that mentoring is something I always wanna do. I just absolutely love it. I, I just love it so much and I have so much support to give that I knew that that was where I was meant to be. I do think I'm going to have many other businesses in the future, but the VA business for me was not going to be a long-term thing and it was not where my main focus was. So as of right now, um, which is November, I have recently finished up with a client who I worked with for many years 
Um, I also have another client who is potentially coming back in the new year for some temporary cover. So the VA business is not like, it's not like I've closed the doors, barricaded the doors, RIP, it's over. Um, it's kind of still there, but it's not. It's something that I love to help business owners. I have some really great connections now who I've worked with in the past. And if people needed my support on a case by case basis, I may offer it. However, it is not my main thing. So technically, like I said at the very beginning, before all this ramble, the VA agency no longer exists. Um, and I feel like a weight has been lifted. And now what I really, really don't want you to take from this is that you can't grow a VA business because that's not true. There were so many options I had to grow the business. And like I said, when it was at its peak, which was for a majority of last year and going into this year, it was bringing in about 60k a year. So you can definitely grow a VA business and I could have continued to hire team members, I could have hired someone to run the agency for me. The reason I didn't was not because I couldn't, it was because I didn't want to and that's a huge difference. So if you're listening to this thinking, oh my god, that means I can't be a VA, like no, that's not the case. It just needs to be what lights you up and that no longer did for me. Um, so now my main focus is mentoring with Virtually Done and it has been for a majority of this year and I've spent the whole year kind of figuring out what my next move is and the reason that I haven't really mentioned it too much up to this point um, is because I think it's really important that you share things when they are a scar and not a wound and I wanted to make sure that I'd kind of come out the other side and learn the lessons so that I could share those lessons with you rather than being like, oh my god, this is chaos right now, because <laughs> that's not helpful for anybody. Um, and I feel like now is a really good time to share it. And just, you know, it's been a whole year of figuring things out and making lots of changes in the business. And like I said, a couple of people asked me in the past couple of days, where the VA business was at, and I felt like it was the right time to kind of share this update with you. Um, so in short, the VA business was incredible. It gave me incredible opportunities. It led me to where I am. It taught me so many things. But I got to a point where it was no longer my main passion. And in order for me to follow my own dreams, I had to let that go. And that is what I would encourage all of my clients to do. And I can't believe I spent so long holding on to it for fear of so many things and fear of what that person said to me that time and not wanting to prove her right and all of these things that are so silly because the main thing is that I'm happy, right? So none of those things should even matter. And like I said, it wasn't that I just went from VA agency and thought, oh, I'm going to be a coach now. I actually was mentoring way before I had a business. So technically, like I like I said, I've come full circle. So that's where I'm at right now. And I just want to remind you that you have to do what feels good for you. Like, please don't do something because you feel like you should or because you're trying to prove someone wrong or because the, you're being led by fear of what might happen or what the alternative is. Like you have to follow what lights you up and what makes you feel good because all of the fears that I had didn't come true. Like I'm a year on from this now and none of the fears were true. They were all just fears that, that were in my head. And you know what? If anyone looks at my situation and thinks, oh, how dare she close her VA agency? I'm at the point where I don't care anymore because it's my business and nobody else's. And what I also realized was I have so much knowledge on business, not just from running the VA business, but from also 
starting the mentoring business and also the business at 16 and the years and years of freelancing that I did and all of the books that I've read, all the people I've worked with. I also have a lot of experience with mindset and psychology. I spent eight years studying psychology. I also spent many years working as a mentor. I have a huge amount of experience and just because I'm no longer running the VA agency anymore doesn't take away from that. If anything, it's given me new lessons, right? Because now I can help clients who want to pivot. I can help clients who want to close down their business, maybe want to sell their business. Like it's given me new lessons and new things to share with my clients. It hasn't taken away from that. And that was my biggest fear was that if I didn't have the VA agency, I would have nothing and nobody would want to learn from me. And actually it's given me even more to teach. So I guess this was just an update. <laughs> so I just wanted to update you on where things are because um, like I said, people have asked and I wanted to be able to give you not just a yes or no answer. I wanted to give you some context around it and show you that like there was a lot of thought that went into the decision and it was a lot about figuring out what I loved and what I was really thriving at. Um, I'm also working on another business at the moment that is so different like so so different you will never guess um and i'm really excited to share it with you and i'm taking all of my lessons from starting that virtual assistant agency taking the good and the bad and i'm building it into this brand new business that is going to be not attached to me it's not going to have my name in it it's not going to be me as the face of the brand it's going to be completely different and i'm really excited to kind of take you on that journey as well i have a separate instagram that is a bit more of a me Instagram so that you can follow what I'm up to um, behind the scenes of starting this new business and stuff. I will link it in the description because it's my full name and everyone spells it wrong. So I will put the link in the description so you can come along on that journey of starting the new business with me. So I'm really excited and Virtually Done is still thriving and I'm, I just love it so much. And I know that all of this was the right decision for me. I also have so much more time now and so much more energy to put into virtually done and so it means that i'm able to do more exciting things so next year for example i want to do a few in-person events and work with people really closely i've started booking vip days so i can meet people in person have like incredible experiences with them and i'm just really excited that i'm really following what lights me up that's exactly what i would want my clients to do so it's on me to follow my own advice, lead by example, practice what I preach, all of those things, embody everything I teach. Um, and that has meant making changes to the business that I ran. So I hope that answers your questions. I also hope it highlights that there are some shitty people out there, but please don't let them affect you. I know it's so much easier said than done. And it's so much easier for me to say this in hindsight, a couple of years on. And I definitely still have like you can tell when I talk about it there's still some fear there there's still some um horrible feelings about the whole situation but do not let people who are just uncomfortable at the fact that you're doing things differently or the fact that you're challenging them or that your competition or whatever it might be do not let those people control your life because I just think if that conversation with that person hadn't happened I probably would have made this decision a lot earlier and I would have been a lot further ahead. Do not let the people who are trying to bring you down, bring you down. Like I thought for the longest time that I had to continue running a business that I wasn't loving to prove that person wrong and that that meant that I won. And that's, how crazy is that? That's not, that's not me winning. 
That's nobody winning. Who wins there? Instead, what what actually is me winning is to follow what makes me happy, do what I love, thrive in my business, thrive in my personal life, reach my goals, create an amazing life for my family. And at that point, I've forgotten those people even exist. That is me winning. So that is an update. <laughs> a really long update. I'm so sorry it's so long. Um, but I just wanted to have this proper sit down conversation and go through it properly. Um, if anyone has questions about any of this, please do DM me. I'm more than happy to talk about it. Um, I also do want to talk about how it was going from running a virtual assistant business and doing mentoring on the side and having the combined income and then switching into doing a year of basically losing 60% of that income and having to build the other one up. I feel like that needs to be a whole separate episode because I've got so much to say on that um, and so many kind of lessons to share with you. But I will do, a, like I say, a different episode on that. I wanted this one just to be an update on where the virtual assistant business is at, why I made the decisions I have and what kind of impacted my delay in making those decisions as well. So I hope that was helpful. I hope it was interesting. I do hope that off the back of that, you can see like how important it is to follow what makes you happy. So if you are in a business at the moment, no matter what that is, and it's not fully serving you, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to start a whole new business. It could just be that you need to um, you know, play around with what you already have and offer slightly different services or a slightly different ideal client. But just know that the fear that you're feeling is probably never going to actually come true. If you stay in the position where you're not happy, the outcome is that you're not happy. The reason that you're not making the leap into something different is because you're scared of what might happen. You're scared of being unhappy. But if you're already unhappy, what have you got to lose? Like sometimes you just have to feel that fear and be like, do you know what? It's worth the risk and actually make some changes. So like I say, I hope that was interesting. I hope it was helpful. Um, and yeah, I will see you on the next episode.